Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sex and Virgin. <laughs> so today uh, we have our lovely co-host, Potato Bake. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm also feeling a bit hot. I've had to close my windows because people are having brides and parties in my, in my residential um, um, estate. Um, uh, making me jealous, um, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling dandy. I mean, just because we're over the pandemic doesn't mean it's over us. <laughs> People need to stay at home. <laughs> they need to stay at home. Um, okay, so today's um, chat is going to be very interesting. We have a very amazing uh, guest with us, uh, Zintlem. Um, yeah, and just to give you a little bit of background um i've been very 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 interested on uh tantra and just what it is um how to begin what resources there are and we finally found someone that can help us <laughs> so, it's super exciting um i'll let Zintia introduce herself and tell us how she is and yeah Let's pass it on to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, ladies. Um, thank you very much for accepting the invitation for us to have this conversation today. Um, I thought that... I'm so loved. Thank you. I thought that we might <laughs> even go into introducing ourselves, if we can just start with a small grounding um, exercise, and then thereafter we can, you know, kickstart and have the conversation. So if you guys are willing... Um, I invite you guys to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And this is a moment for you to have your eyes closed. Or if you want your eyes open, is to focus your gaze on one spot on the floor. And just take a deep breath in, a deep breath out. I invite you to bring awareness to your body as we record this podcast. Just awareness to the environment that you're in. Just be aware to how your body is feeling. And as you bring your presence for the podcast, I invite you to let go of any thoughts that might be distracting you. So we'll take nice deep breaths, five breaths at our own pace. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys, for joining me with that. Thank you. Um, that was amazing. Yeah. So... That was so relaxing. I want to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, you know, it's a way to pull ourselves towards ourselves and not to be distracted by what's happening outside, um, which is important when you're doing Tantra anyway. So, yeah, yeah um, I guess I can start with um, 
a little bit about me. I am um, a PhD candidate in philosophy and women's studies. And um, part of my informal interest is the philosophy of love and sex. But I formally work on critical philosophy of race and feminism. And right now I am located in the US, but I'm South African, so let's not get that confusing. <laughs> and I go by Conflict of Black Women. Conflicted black woman on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's 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 it about me. Oh, yeah. oh awesome. Yeah. What make what you're studying now, what you're saying you're a candidate for, um, is very interesting. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's actually as as I heard it, I'm like, this has always been something I've I've wanted to I guess venture into as someone yeah. that that um self is self-professed as a feminist um i think gender dynamics and the works is something that's yeah that's really interesting to me but um i just wanted to say firstly really honored to have you join us um and i i really enjoyed the 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 meditation and i think you know so often we get lost in the thinking of things that we we forget to to really like you know focus on being present and being present you know even if you take 10 minutes um in a day to just be in your element um i think is really helpful um okay so I would like to find out. I know we we've already had previous chats about this, but um, I would like to find out for um, you know the listeners that don't know what tantra is um, and what tantra can do for you. Would you be able to perhaps share with us um, the benefits of tantra? And yeah, how you got sure. into it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's also important for me to clarify that I'm a novice, so I'm not an expert. Um, yes. This is always based on my own lived experience, and we know how important lived experience is anyway. Mm. Um, so there's two types of tantra. There's tantra, there's tantra yoga and tantra sex that you can do. Um, and I came into tantra first through tantra yoga. So I've been practicing yoga for 10 years. And um, I recently got my yoga teacher training and I'm, you know, qualified to teach um, and guide Hatha yoga. And my entry into, into Tantra was with myself on the yoga mat. And when I was reading about it, um, basically it's just this internal connection that you have with your body, which is informed by... A combination of your chakra so your chakra is the energy centers of the body your mantra um, which are the chants the asana which are your yoga poses your paranama which is the rhythmic breathing um, and all those together inform what tantra is so it's like full connection to the body and the energies that you have um, and so when you're doing tantra yoga is normally they invite you to basically do yoga naked and there's something about um, you know when you're naked you are vulnerable 
with yourself um it requires you to hold um certain poses so doing lots of inversions um lots of like eagle pose where you your legs are like crossed in together and you can feel the pressure by your um your sexual organs which is like your root chakra too so it's it's when you know when you're doing tantra yoga you're basically doing it on your own and you're entering these certain positions and you're breathing so every you know when you inhale you move and you exhale you do a particular move too but the important thing is that you are naked you are one with yourself um so that's that's tantra yoga and tantric sex is then when you are doing the breathing with a partner um and that too requires certain positions it requires um you to be present when you're doing it so that also requires like clarity in terms of mental space so i thought it's important for me to maybe say that the, the, you know there's two different types of tantra um yeah and then we can yeah. have a conversation because for me i came to tantra through the yoga which was important because then i was vulnerable enough with my own body and i know which roles like if i if i move in a certain way which roles do i have in my body you know it's like it's very intimate practice with your own body that by the time <laughs> with a partner you're comfortable um to know that if i sit in a particular way my cellulite will show up in a particular way you know um yeah so that that was the, the the two entries and i think it's also important for me to say i think some people might have seen the netflix documentary unwell um and i want to say that for me tantra is not a cult it's not some cultic process that i'm in it's just like another way to experience sexual satisfaction satisfaction sekhoa satisfaction um with myself but also with your partner because when i've been doing it with my partner it allowed us to just be more intimate and mindful um in what we were doing so it's not a cult and it's not just breathing i know on the netflix documentary people were just breathing and chanting like <laughs> no that's not what it is <laughs> uh yeah i i think for for me um what has always interested me in um tantra and i think my for me my my journey was focused mostly on sex um and i think it was maybe two it was like two three years ago it was two years ago um i watched a video on youtube and i saw a guy basically i would i would say kind of manipulate this woman's energy um without any penetration any mm-hmm. um as sex in order to make her orgasm and i from there on thought like there's a lot more to this than just like the physic the physicality of sex um and so i then went on a journey which i've paused uh but want to pick up again um where i looked for tantric sexual healing masseuses <laughs> a massage guy um i found one on the internet and that's when i started um you know really being introduced to it um and 
when I was on his massage table and he was explaining chakras to me and he was kind of I guess feeding me that energy I could actually understand how a person could orgasm without any any penetration at the time um I think I was very much in my head um so although I could feel the intensity of the energy I still had quite a few blockers um and so I stopped really mm-hmm. going there and I focused on something else but now I I really want to explore tantra not only as an aid in sex and a, an enhancement rather um but in in as a lifestyle as well because I think you know it it's very easy for us to be lost in in the hustle and the bustle of things and a lot of I don't know I just feel like there's being present and really enjoying it even when you're you're going through like tough times like being present and being able to mourn losses in real time enjoy uh celebrations in real time is is something that evades me but I am so keen to get in on it <laughs> i think it is so uh, um you know it's a it's a it's a meditation it's um you know doing tantra is is a meditation um and it requires you to also orient your mind in a particular way right um yeah so for me i haven't experienced personally being like getting to a point of orgasm just through through tantra um on my own when i was doing tantra yoga i have experienced like deep arousal um so mm. i think it's like it was good for play and even with when i tried it with um my current partner we were also in a space of okay we're going to try to do this thing and i mean the first time when we did it um was very experimental and then the second time we really got like deeply into it um where i think mm-hmm. we both just stopped ourselves before we even could get there but it was like deeply arousal and we were like deeply so yeah. deeply into it um it was just like so beautiful i think it so it it was good for play but you know yeah. i don't want to even think about it as just like a sexual thing that was supposed to lead to the orgasm because for me when i think about sex you know an orgasm is not the ultimate be end right yes. um we we enter into certain erotic spaces and we allow the erotic space to take us where it wants to be without the orgasm being the end goal but the ability to be aroused just through looking at your partner and just taking deep breaths in and out together and sitting in a position is just amazing uh because it means like you are both setting the intention and you are meditating together in order to have these kinds of feelings with your body um yeah. and and it's a different type yeah. of arousal from caressing and being kissed it's it's just it's just so beautiful um that I think yeah. I am like an advocate of people trying it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Guys, just try it. Potato. Yeah, I'll ask a question, but I just wanted to say, you know, um from my vantage point, I never really 
was interested in tantra because to me um and i think to the greater majority of people today when you hear the word tantra um you you hear sex or it's mm-hmm. synonymous with sex at times um for some people not me particularly and the Sadhguru said this as well you guys know the Sadhguru here um he, he said the one time um people like link or, or you know use the word tantra synonymously with with the city but then in in like doing my research of late i realized like it's not just about sex it's not just about about um you know being able the, to the shits and giggles and control shits and giggles but but it's about mind control and i have all you um do, do you know I've been especially of late interested in very interested in how the mind works and mind control and you know just using your your pushing your brain's capabilities to what you use them for you know on a daily basis for the physical sort of stuff the physical world but there's a, there's a whole where we're giving it energy and everything is vibrating and everything has an energy it's mm. similar to looking into someone's eyes and being almost almost immediately being able to tell if this person is good or if this person is bad or if this person is sad or carrying baggage or dangerous or what have you and i think being able to get into that space like like zinle saying um like you're getting yourself there you're connecting with a deeper level of yourself um and so i find it i now find it interesting is what i'm saying because initially i was like like years ago i think contrast sex like when you used to sexual to, voodoo do we call them classes to do what what are your sessions when you used um, to go to your session it's a session yeah um yeah at the time like i would i would read up on it and like try to find out what it is that you're doing and it was cool and everything but i didn't think of it as just you know it's a mind thing it's not a sexual thing per se yeah. you can and that saying it enhance the sexuality enhance maybe your relationship with your partner um by performing it together but ultimately it's about using the tool that is your your mind it is yeah. it is but it's also a very uh, spiritual thing you know i mean you know when i think about it when i when i think of tantra especially within this the erotic space i wouldn't do it with just anyone you know um my random cups i'm just like okay you know we're not going to i'm not even going to bring you into this intimate space <laughs> like yeah and then we go our separate ways <laughs> But you know, yeah. with the tantra, I think there's ways in which it brings you. It brings so much intimacy as a partner um, with your other partner because it can get awkward, you know. Um, yeah. Because halitoma, you're both you're both seated down, and it's either you are sitting with your knees touching each other, or you are um, like climbing on your partner's lap. Um, mm. Or you just like spooning each other, and then there's like deep eye contact that needs to happen too, and then thereafter it's a okay we need to breathe, you know. And the breathing there's like a particular count to the breathing. It's either when I inhale, 
um, your partner exhales or you breathe together and you count where you take a deep breath in and you hold it for four counts and then you exhale um, for four counts and you take another deep breath in for four counts. So, it's, you know, you can like have like rhythmic breathing that you're supposed to have. And then there's also the music that needs to be there, right? Um, and as you're doing this thing, you're also trying to be present and you need to make sure that your partner is also holding you accountable to be present. Like the yeah. last time when I did it, my mind was all over and I was like, babe, I'm struggling. And he was just like, pull yourself towards yourself, just breathe. Like, <laughs> I think it only like after try number four did I get into the breathing. And then there's a part that gets excited for you for doing this thing. And then it, you lose <laughs> your breath and then you have to start from the beginning, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I mean, I just want to emphasize for this is something that in Gangsvaka, it's not just like you wake up and you're like okay baby we're gonna practice tantra today no it's it's like multiple (laughs) times um and it requires you guys to trust the process and to be communicating so it is like a transferal of one spiritual energy um the energies that you have and i really think that this is not something that you could do with a random guy that you just swiped on yeah you know like we we can have our hookup that way but the tantrum, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it is a lot. And yeah. I think it's not its not everyone who understands. You'll probably get people who are like, what is this woman making me do? <laughs> Why would you say this one? That is true. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. like, you know, um, one of my, my former partners, when I was like, babe, let's try this. And I would probably look at what's up with my whore you know um, <laughs> because there's Firstly, ways which... it's, it's West Asian as far as I know <laughs> <laughs> what do I think? It is, it's not even like a westernized thing right but the fact yeah, that exactly. that person wasn't willing to learn um, for me was just telling you know because I think people do think that yoga and tantra is something that is like not for black people you know Yeah. so I think yeah. that is also to name that too um that there's there's ways in which a lot of people think of the erotic space and when i say erotic space so the erotic that you have with yourself and with a partner a lot of people are not intentional about what they do and what they bring about to the the erotic space yeah and And about bringing that attention exactly exactly um quite quite a bit has like popped into my head from this chat um especially around firstly the 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 comments around it being you know for for white people um <laughs> i've like I've had, so wrong i've, I've <laughs> so had wrong. similar comments made to me uh because i'm i'm more focused right now in bondage especially mm-hmm. Um, Eastern bondage, um, social bari. So I'm I'm slowly learning. I've been like practicing it for um, a year, and I've had partners go, "Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> what purpose does it serve?" And I'm like, you know, it's it's very hard to to 
to explain things sometimes for me so it it is a bit frustrating but um not all nice things are, are just for white people like um there's this this barrier that we create for ourselves this boundary where we're like this is what we do and this is what they do and there's so much to explore um outside of those boundaries that we've created for ourselves there's so so much so much fun times <laughs> so much fun mm-hmm. times and we're really here for for fun not a long time yeah what did the saying go <laughs> even, even your your, your bondage is also a form of tantra because when you are roping it's important to be breathing you know yeah. it's important for you to be mindful in terms of what you're doing too so it is setting a particular intention and a exactly. certain that you're bringing into the space that's what yeah. it is right and, and it's especially to transcend yeah. from the physical space that you're in and allowing you to transcend to another universe yeah and i've always said it is very therapeutic um and i guess in in the moments for me when i'm tying um it's very easy cuz you're you're excited about getting this new tie it's getting out of it once you're especially cuz i'm i do a lot of <clears throat> self ties so after a while and after doing this very complex beautiful tie i'm stuck in all this rope and um there's a part of me that kind of panics and wants to panic to get out of the rope but i literally have to like talk myself into being calm breathing and just setting everything up if i have to switch on a fan uh because i'm feeling too hot i will do that just so that i calm down cuz the other alternative is to cut myself out and um i don't want to lose valuable rope so um yeah a lot of like breathing has to happen there um zinte had said that the music that you play when you're doing your when you're performing your tantra um is important yeah. so what kind of music is it i'm I, i hope i'm not being a fool right now by just automatically thinking that the music has to be like west west asian or east or asian because that's the origin of tantra so no. but what music can i just play like pony <laughs> genuine <laughs> did this network as well <laughs> no so, i mean obviously you can't so i mean i think for me when i do these things i i i practice with the um, mindfulness of not wanting to appropriate people's cultures right um so i'm always mindful of that and i take what i do take with integrity um and try to apply it to my life and so when it comes to music obviously you're not going to play wet as pussy um you know <laughs> Uh, but I don't play music that is of the origin from where the philosophy comes from. It's either we will do it in silence, um, or it is just like jazz or music that doesn't have any words because you don't want to be lost in the lyrics, right? Lyrics, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and 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 sometimes music might be helpful to to calm people, calm people's nerves. Um, 
but um, the music is just like something that's just like in the background, right? Um, so it's not at the forefront of of what's happening. So normally you're just going for for music that doesn't have any any lyrics, um, and this can also be beats, right? Um, it doesn't uh, even have to be classical. It can be um, beats, um, you know, whatever it is that will help you stay grounded so it can be yeah. jazz it can be like uh, you know um it, it all this to say it doesn't have to be oriented to 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 the tradition so if i can play something quickly um Ooh. you know and at I, this time I like that. just yeah and, mm. and and you know if speaking of breathing i can um we can actually do like a small breathing thing with this music in the background um i am here for it <laughs> <laughs> all right so so in this moment because obviously you are on your own um so we can just tap into our inner space um and again i invite you to keep your eyes open um and maybe focus on one spot in your body. And you're going to exhale through your mouth. And then close your mouth. And then you're going to inhale quietly through your nose to a mental count of four. And hold your breath for a count of seven. Exhale through your mouth completely to a count of eight. So exhale through your mouth and close your mouth. Inhale quietly through your nose to a mental count of four. Hold your breath for a count of seven. Exhale through your mouth to a count of eight. We'll do this one last time. And I want to hear you guys actually breathing. So exhale. Okay. <laughs> Focus. And inhale to a count of four. And you hold your breath for a count of seven. And exhale to a count of eight. So that's the four, seven, eight breathing. And, you know, if you're doing it with a partner, you're in that space of focusing on your breath, but also your partner's breath and the counting. Mm. And then you're also holding your breath. I think for me, the intimacy comes when you're holding your breath. Um, and, yeah. and, 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 and what Tantra does too, um, 
it's a trick or, or something to help people hold orgasms longer right um when the orgasm is the end goal of the erotic space mm-hmm. um when you do hold your breath you know the ability to hold your breath and not let go is something that's supposed to help people have um, longer intensified orgasms. Wow. Um, it's also something to use as a tool to have self-discipline where it's like, oh, you really want to come right now, but also strokes are so nice. So it's like, let's just enjoy the strokes without focusing on um, trying to get to the orgasm. So it's about setting the intention to enjoy um the erotic experience that you're having right um from the kissing caressing the breathing the strokes to the end if you you know if you do desire the end to be that orgasm and then also how do you hold that orgasm for a long time um you know so that it's not like a a quick muscle spasm but how do you try and Mm, mm. um, set that that orgasm to be to be to be longer and intensified because at the end of the day you know um if you are in a erotic space and and your your desire is the orgasm it is up to you how long to hold an orgasm for you know and a lot of us haven't practiced how to hold it long yeah and Mm. and and for me um i think just my my two cents but i feel like men would benefit um from the uh, practice of tantra uh because there are um i've spoken to um a few guys who have practiced sort of like an orgasm delay um through like just controlling your your energy and your um your breathing um so that firstly you last longer um and it's more intense um i think that they, they called it um no 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 net <laughs> this might be just a, a name they created uh, themselves um but i just wanted to go back to what she said um and this is just more commentary than it is questions um around um like keeping tantra away from hookups um i can imagine that it's 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 obviously very um intense um and you wouldn't want that as much as you'd want a hookup to be um the best that it can be um you really don't want to share that part with um some a random stranger on the street <laughs> um yeah so I, I i do believe that it, it, it does require a lot of like connection um another point that i wanted to add is uh in varsity i used to be very interested in binaural beats and there was a binaural oh. beat that was meant to <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have been alive i've been alive um, there's um, the sequence of beats that actually made meant to um, if you sit down <clears throat> and if it's the original because um, 
that's the one thing that kind of scared me that anyone can post anything and say it's a binaural beat but really mess you up um uh, but um i listened to the original um it was sort of like the original orgasm binaural beat and i swear to you i got really close like you know when you get <clears throat> an intense amount of arousal where you're you're like just one more one more push and and something good could happen here so um when you were playing the beats i was thinking this could be something to to look into as well but i guess that that one's more of a um like a a solo play cuz you can't really get the essence and the fullness of of those beats uh with someone unless you're playing them on full blast um but in terms of questions i wanted to find out how did you how did you initiate this conversation with your partner did you find a partner that was interested in tantra um did you <laughs> did you go hey babe um i'm i'm interested in this thing and he was all on board um did he have to grow into liking it how 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 did this happen um so okay before i answer that i think a couple of things um one i think you know not not to say i don't think this can something that can happen with a hookup that can't happen with a hookup but i'm sure it can yeah. maybe if you put in Probably. a profile that you are looking for a particular sexual experience <laughs> i yeah. think that it's possible um yeah. and then on the um binaural beats too i think it is because binaural beats are a form of um chakra breathing right um so i think it's possible to to have that in in a in a shared space if the music is playing out loud um and when it comes to the conversation with a partner i have been very fortunate to have um partners where i could communicate what i wanted to try um i've been very fortunate in that regard but just mm. to communicate something that doesn't mean somebody's willing right like i i not as once communicated this desire to somebody else and they were just like hey ukadile you know um, <laughs> but with this partner i'm fortunate that they also are uh, they practice yoga and so they were very forthcoming to to the idea of oh no babe we can we can try it out you know um, and if we don't like yeah. it, we don't like it because you know um he's very much about creating experiences within the erotic space um and so you know he was very forthcoming um about it and so it was just a conversation of oh no um you know i've i've been doing tantra yoga on my own and i really would like us to try some um tantric sex together and and then it was like oh okay and the first time we did it was like oh this is cool and then the second time was like oh my gosh like we're really getting into that bag and getting like deeper into understanding what this is so it honestly was a conversation that i had brought up and was like guiding in terms of like this is the breathing and him being him he was like oh this is what i also found and we can also try this um so that was honestly the the conversation it's really like you know how do you introduce some um, toys to a relationship or threesomes that you you have to communicate that this is what you 
that you want to do. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Communication is definitely key. Um, so key. Yeah. So um, you mentioned going back, you had actually given me some homework to watch um, <laughs> Unwell. Uh-huh. Um, I, I will be honest and say that this week has been really hectic because um, I've I've taken leave, so I've been trying to push at work um, to make sure that um, I'm in on my leave week uh, in peace. So I never got a chance to watch it, but I promise <laughs> during my free time um, I'll definitely watch it. But um, what other resources? Um, be it books, podcasts, um, uh, audiobooks, videos, um, can a person who's interested in in Tantra watch? Um, yeah, especially going back to how I was introduced to the idea of Tantra through a random YouTube video. I don't know how I actually ended up there, but um, what can what can we read or watch or listen to to get a better understanding of it so there's um by the way i want to say that documentary on unwell can make people either want to try tantra or it might make yeah. people want to run away from it <laughs> it makes it feel like a cult yeah oh, because no. i think well um in itself the whole series just speaks of the negative side of things because mm. um, it was on, on essential oils how there's like a whole essential oils cult I was what? like what is happening in America honestly um, but <laughs> it can definitely <laughs> make people see like another side of it but there was the one lady who seemed to be doing okay that everyone is going to I think on that on that show yeah. But yeah. yeah. So yeah. I would say, in terms of uh, books, there's a book called uh, Tantric Orgasm for Women. Um, and I think anyone who does identify as a woman um, who has a vagina can go ahead and look at that. There's also one for people who identify as men, um, or at least people who um, have a penis, and that is Tantric Sex for Men. So there's two different types because we, you know, our root, our chakras are uh, informed by the different energies that we have, um, not based on our gender identity, but the biological um, makeup that we have. So that's yeah. the, that's the two ones. Then there's one um, which is the the heart of tantric sex. Um, so that's for people who are interested in terms of tantric sex. There's one called, and this is the last one, is Introduction to Tantra. And I like this one because it has um, both the introduction to Tantra as a philosophy and then will show what is Tantra yoga and Tantra sex. Because um, I think it is important for us to say that there is a difference between the two, right? Um, and the introduction to Tantra is amazing because it also gives um, 
a layout of what it means to do tantra on your own and also partnered tantra or even like triad tantra because it's not limited to just two people you can have like mm, a whole yeah. OG <laughs> everyone <laughs> exactly. doing tantra which I haven't yeah. done but I imagine must be amazing amazing yeah, yeah. I'm just um, thinking about it now just like oh. <laughs> yeah. and in terms of podcasts I don't know any podcasts um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know any podcast, but I would say you know people must consult with reason, Doctor Google. Um, yes, yeah, with yeah, reason. yeah, with reason and bold <laughs> facts. <laughs> yeah, because also I I feel like there's um, even when I was um, going to the the gentleman that I went to for my. Um, I guess massages um, and just he's actually the the catalyst of how I got into uh, uh, bondage as well because not only was he doing massages but he was into uh, BDSM um, uh, less of the dark um, saddest BDSM but um, he was sharing stories of you know chances basically tanzas mm. and and um people that see an opportunity to um take advantage of women and men mm. um and and opportunities to to i guess violate someone um and obviously no one ever wants to be in that situation and um whatever precautions that can be taken to stay away from that um is important so even when i first went to the sky um i went with one of my male friends and um we had an extensive chat um in 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 a like <laughs> a three-way space um so that when i went for the first time um with this gentleman um i was kind of at ease and i was um you know really relaxed but i think there is a a lot of there's a lot of men especially in um now this is from the bdsm bondage type who have ideas of what these things are um have this 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 need to uh embody a certain thing that they've seen on the internet be it on porn or on 50 shades and they want to embody that i'm not really knowing the intensity um that lies behind it um and the levels of trust that are required the levels of care that are required they're just there to like basically orgasm and um use women to orgasm and um you can easily fall into that trap if you go onto the internet um without you know using sense and being wise about it yeah yeah and i think using sense you know um the people who who seem so reputable um Mm. have the whole lights and camera and action and and they seem really reputable but i think also it's 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 maybe better to do 
your homework and maybe find some people within the space already and see if you can trust those people and generally it's the case like once you find people within a certain community they tell you the realness of what is going on and mm. they tell you who to stay exactly. from tell you who's reputable um and that kind of thing so might not be easy if you don't know anyone within the tantra space at all but um just be careful you know mm, be careful yeah i would yeah i emphasize uh, it's very important for him to be careful and not only in terms of like physical carefulness but also spiritual and energy um you, you also want to protect your your own energies too yeah yeah i think <laughs> i think of late i've i've been um yeah i i think tatuno is my my current experience with you know just whenever you're you're you have an idea of what someone is um and you think you can trust that person with your energy um and then you realize that you can't it takes quite a bit to separate yourself and take away from like take yourself away from that um um like hit space um and and really make tough decisions about cutting people out of your life um if you feel like you know <laughs> you could be in a situation where your your energies and your emotions are at the risk of being at the risk of being fucked up (laughs) Mm, yeah yeah Yeah. and then it becomes difficult to let someone else in so i think what just to amplify what um zinte said as well is as much as one can do it with like a one-nighter or a swipe right um that is one bright that is what we call them okay. <laughs> abuti match uh, you, know, oh, wow. you don't want to be letting in randoms into your space because you're going to be opening yourself up you're opening your your insides up you you know you're being extremely vulnerable within that time so you don't want someone to enter into it and then make a mess and then bounce true, that that true. will yeah. true yeah, yeah. Awesome. and I, you know i want to say like it's doing this is more vulnerable than having sex penetrating yes. sex that is yeah i can imagine it's just you know you are it's a lot you are you are setting the intention you are deep gazing looking at each other you are every movement is slow it is intentional um it's just such a very intense and intimate thing to do with with somebody else and, and i found it to be way more intimate than than a, a young quickie um yeah yeah, yeah. I, I can I can imagine how how intense it is. Um I think we've already spoken about this maybe not in this podcast but in in um our our call earlier. Um so I've had an experience where I have you know what guys have wet dreams but like I have been able to like go to bed in my dreams have sex um and wake up physically having an orgasm mm. and yeah. i think that just shows how how much more than penetration 
um, um, arousal and orgasms can be. Um, you know, you can you can do so you can do so much in the brain. Brains Dude. do. <laughs> it is. It brains, is. It is. Brains and that's do the craziest thing. It's certainly mm. intention to be like this is this is what we're doing, right? Um, mm. And this full bodily awareness. Um, yeah. And I think it's it's important to highlight that it's also you know you have to be you have to be naked when you're doing this. Um, you can't you can't be clothed or, or hiding yourself. Um, it it does require that vulnerability too of being naked or nude. Um, yeah, that yeah. is that is like the most vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, because people don't sit naked for a while. You know, people people it's, don't sit naked exactly. with their partners or even themselves. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I generally just like being naked. Um, but I know I that there are being people who, who, as soon as they get out of the, the, the bathroom, they have a towel and then they just like mm. lotion, lotion, and they dressed very quickly. They dress, um, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm also a person who sleeps naked, and I know there are people who find it bizarre. Um, that, that people just haven't had moments to be one with their bodies. You know, to, exactly. Yeah. That and also with your own body. Mm. Yeah, I I I found that I am one of those people that are very um, I guess intimate with my my body. So I'm happy and okay to be naked. Actually, um, I was walking around with with shorts and a tank top. Obviously, that's not naked. But my mom was like, "Oh my gosh, aren't you cold?" But um, I think whenever it gets to um, someone, especially if it's someone that I'm not comfortable with, um, looking at me, like I've had guys like one, two, especially now that I have my um, intimate piercings, they're like, oh, come, let me, let me see. And I'm like, you're not going to stare at my pushy. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's just too intimate. There's no way you're going to look into the inside of my body right now um and yeah so i i think it's it's for me a lot more vulnerable when there's someone in the room Mm -hmm. than it is with myself because i'm comfortable with myself really i can stare at myself in the mirror naked for days and be like damn girl um yeah but then when (laughs) when there's someone when there's someone in in the room i always have these like doubts and questions like what are they looking at what are they thinking are they thinking mm-hmm. this are they yep. mm. yeah yeah i mean uh, some of it might be informed by by other traumas that that we might have have had an experience right um, yeah but once you're able to get past those those traumas um i think there's ways in which our bodies have 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 been sexualized um and there's ways in which people are not able to accept the naked body as a body without it being sexualized um and 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 this is an invitation for people to move beyond um seeing the body as just a sexual entity um in ways that people don't probe but accept the body as it is and you know this is an intention thing it is to say today we're going to sit naked and we don't we don't want to have sex because we don't have the intention to next time mm. we're going to do it because we are manifesting that intention of okay when i look at you i'm going to feel aroused and and, and that's what um 
you know the importance of meditation and and setting intention is is to say you can look at your partner's body and see it as the body that it is without um eroticizing it and when we enter into a particular space um when i look at that body i can then see it as as an erotic um entity that it is so it is an intention thing um and i think that you know having practiced yoga and and just being a nudist but also just like you know living tantra as a lifestyle i've seen how one is able to shift from i look at your body as right now i want to do something erotic to it or i'm just like appreciating it for for what it is um and i'm fortunate that with the partner that i have now is we're able to sit naked um and just be with our bodies and our bodies in the space of vulnerability where the penis is not erect right um where it's just yeah in its non erect space yeah mm. Mm. which which um i i'm still like penises that aren't re- erect um <laughs> sometimes i i look at them and i'm like hmm yeah <laughs> you know I what just, i mean all this is saying, i think um it is about setting intentions and being mindful yeah, um, that that's all it is it is it is about being mindful um, about how we approach the our bodies and the erotic spaces and the energies that we share with people hey man yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah okay so i want to um, try this at home yeah <laughs> Definitely, I invite you. You know, I really just want to leave with this and say, I really invite people to do it. And I think before you even try it with somebody's child, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. first try it on your own. So you know, it can even start with sitting um, down with your naked body and breathing, um, just doing some like meditations naked. um just practicing that breathing and bringing awareness to your body and you know if people if obviously this does require that you are in a safe environment and that you're in a safe space and once you have that safe space you need to cultivate a safe space for yourself um if you can to wake up and and do yoga naked um it is it is a, just such an intimate thing to 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 do that to be in downward dog and and let you see your boobs do whatever they they need to do um yeah. have that intimate vulnerability with yourself first and then extend it to to somebody else i hope all the listeners today um enjoyed this podcast as much as we did um i hope you've uh, learned as much as we did and um you know <laughs> taken down some notes of resources and yeah. um, hopefully this is the start of a more present more intentional more um aware um generation not that this is going to reach the whole generation of human <laughs> beings but you know um every drop in an ocean counts so I hope in our little pocket of conversation that uh you've been able to firstly learn something new if you didn't know about tantra and if you um well if you did know about tantra 
or if he didn't um and that um you know this will get the noggins uh fired up um on how to really be more present that's yeah. that's the, the 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 takeaway for me to be like present and intentional um and carry that through because um, you can carry it through in work in your hobbies in um driving i have this very bad habit of um driving sometimes and i get home especially when i used to drive from work i would get home and just not know how i got home but i know i got home because i drove and there was no one else that drove but i was so stuck in the thoughts of things that i actually forget and like fall into autopilot and only yeah. when your autopilot stops working and that has happened where i've left like a phone in the fridge and i'm like oh that's not usually what happens in life <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> like crazy things happen and you're like oh i've been living the past month in autopilot because i'm used to keeping my phone here and today my brain was just like put it in the fridge put it in the fridge so um yeah i hope um we've we've taken away as much as we can and we learn from this yeah if people can engage us on the topics engage us in the dms if you don't want your name out there in the comments <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i just i think uh it's important for people to to be mindful to experiment um and this is an opportunity for one to be one with themselves you know breathing is is so important it's all in the breath and so yeah. i invite people to take that leap of faith and and just really just just breathe man um and for people who are going to try it i i wish them all the best and it would be great to hear back whether it was for them or not for them <laughs> um and that's it Thank you very much Yay. for having me. Yeah. Thank you. For, Thank you um, so much for joining us. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Virgin. We hope you loved it as much as we did. Let's continue this conversation on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Sex and Virgin. That is S E X A N D V A G E N E. No underscores, no ampersand. Bye, Bye beans. beans.